Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. Hooray! Bleh! Yay! <laughs> this is episode 50. This is the 50th episode Damn, that we've done. Damn, son. Um, and the last... Oh, we aging. <laughs> we aging fast. Aging. Okay, that's what she yes. said. Age. <laughs> A-G-A-G-I-N-G. Oh, A-G- A-G- <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I heard, but all right. <laughs> also, welcome to all the Asian countries. Yeah, right. Yes. Protect yourselves. I thought you supposed yes. to drink. <laughs> Nay. Drinks in my hand. <laughs> so, uh, this is the last week of vampire movies. And so, this was a Emma. This was an Emma pick. Twins. And Emma picked, well, we had a little bit of discussion which version we were going to watch. A debate. And uh, I'm kind of glad we went with the American version. I know I heard a lot about the, was it Swedish? I think so. I want to say it was a Swedish original. Let the right one in, right? Yeah, Yeah, let the right one one in. Every single thing that I read between the two was that it's 90% a shot for shot. Remake. The okay, the only funny thing difference... is, it's like a shot for shot remake. What fuck the you. fuck? <laughs> fuck your couch. Sorry. <laughs> Random office reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, but there were like a few. Swedish. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> also, so. It was literally like a handful of scenes that were shot from either a different point of view mm. in a different color scheme or like with a different influx to it. Okay. You know what I mean? But there were only like four or five scenes. I mean, I haven't watched the other one yet, but from everything that I read, there was a pretty in-depth like seven paragraph yeah. review that somebody left that was like, well, these are the only things that are different. And I was like, okay. Yeah, the uh, the original the creator of it, uh, he saw the American one and he, he liked it. He said there were different um, things that it leaned on mm-hmm. differently from, you know, the Swedish one and stuff. But he said it was amazing. Uh, they did make a comic and he didn't know that they were making a comic and he said he hated it. Yeah, <laughs> hated it. So there's different things. Um, so I read a couple of facts on the book, and I'll just pop in little by little with the book facts because mm-hmm. it changes a lot of stuff. It does. So um, I, you probably heard what we watched because we said it quickly, but we watched Let Me In. Uh, this movie came out in 2010. Uh, it's got Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. yeah. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Okay. So Hit Girl. Uh, when we started the movie, Katie was like, is that... Oh, you didn't say hit girl. You said, I forgot what combination of words you said. You said something girl. I don't know. Punch girl, I think. No, I didn't say punch girl. I don't remember. Damn, I can't remember what you said. I was like, yeah, that's her. <laughs> From Kick-Ass. Murder girl, I think. Yeah. Murder girl. It was something like that. I can't remember. I can't remember her name. I haven't watched Kick-Ass in a long time. Mm-hmm. Damn good movie. It is. I just haven't watched it in a while. Accurate. Yeah, so was this everybody's first time with yes. Let Me In? Yep. I've- it was our first time, Otis. Thank you. I heard for a little bit. I'm so glad it was gentle up front, but then it got really harsh. <laughs> but I bled a little. I mean, <laughs> it was an all-around blood fest. It really was. Things happened. There were things dripping. Oh, oh man. 
Anyway. Yes, it was everybody's first time watching this movie. Yeah, I've seen a lot about Let Me In, like yeah. a lot of trailers and like tidbits here and there about it. And then when I saw Let the Right One In, and I was like, what the fuck? Figured out that it was originally that, yeah. and then Let Me In. <coughs> so I was like, hmm. All right, let's try one of the non-typical. That's so kind of you. I thought Michael was dying. <coughs> wrong vibe. Wrong vibe. No, I have <coughs> coronavirus. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh. Anyway, as Otis sits here Look drinking, who's drinking a Corona. A corona. <laughs> hey, I'm fine. I haven't coughed yet. Every so. time you yeah. cough, a Corona gets its lime. <laughs> Wow, that was extra. Here, Corona, if you would like to sponsor our podcast, we'll in. happily take a sponsor. Yeah, we're in. We love us a Corona. A very nice, light taste, <laughs> bubbly and wonderful with a great accent of lime. Whoa, but I'm whoa, not here wait, to advertise. Wait, don't, yeah, don't advertise too soon. So anyway, I've, I've just heard a lot about it, and I got really intrigued when we were talking about all of our themes per month. And then we had talked about vampires... And all the things that we were talking about were like the typical vampire movies that you would think of. And as we had talked about in the beginning of the month, not very many of the vampire movies are actually like they really get you. Yeah. Kind of. Or they're not scary or jumpy or anything. You're just like, oh, okay, yeah, vampires. Vampires have been romanticized so much. Thanks, Twilight. But it just, it felt right to choose this movie because it was really not normal the way it was presented and yeah. i was like mm, i'm here for this no i liked it a lot uh, it was a good one pretty dang good but spoilers from here on out so if you haven't seen it watch it yep do it yeah give it a shot um i'll say a couple of uh michael giacchino did the music the oh, second katie saw great. that she was like the music is amazing so, uh, oh, if phenomenal. you like Michael Giacchino... To be fair, I liked the music before I saw his name. Yes. I'm... Sorry, isn't it Giacchino? Who, who knows? He's Guacamole. Italian. I actually looked it up one time. Oh, probably. Michael, so. Italian man, thank you so much. Thanks for the incredible soundtrack. You're wonderful. And I'm going to keep saying Giacchino until somebody... Michael Guacamole. Well, until he comes and tells me that it's wrong. His soundtrack was so... I mean, everything he does is so perfect Yeah. to everything, but... yeah. Straight up this movie, I mean, Katie and I have talked about this a lot in podcasts that we've been on, that the music to a movie is so vital in the way that a, and I talk about this with my piano students all the time, you cannot have a storyline in a movie that's properly executed without properly executing the soundtrack. And it takes a lot away from the movie if you don't soundtrack correctly, utilizing mm-hmm. silence, utilizing like little things where you feature one violin or one little solely of people, you know, yeah. that it's so much more of an impact with a lot in the movies if you do, and Michael. Is incredible. I'm purposely avoiding Michael G. Also, he just nails that shit. Also, thank you for putting together a soundtrack for one of the best Star Wars movies to date, 
and putting it together in six months. Also, or six us, weeks. Also giving us all three brilliant Star Trek soundtracks. Yes. The new yeah. Star Trek ones. The Incredibles. The man does everything. Yeah, a handful of He's brilliantly so done Disney movies. He's the new... Sidebar Michael G. We would happily feature you if yeah. you would like a music Also podcast. shout out to uh, Rebel Force Radio, a Star Wars podcast, because they do an entire episode series of music-related they have episodes where they actually analyze the music, and they had a, an entire episode on, um, uh, Mikey G. Yeah, and um, you're killing the Skywalker. No, Last um, Jedi. No, John Williams. No, the uh, one of these days. The offshoot we're gonna... Star Wars movie, Rogue uh, One. Ro- Rogue One. Thank you. Off Rogue One, and what? what Michael Giacchino had to go through to make it happen because they literally gave him like six weeks to put it together. And it was, it was really, really cool listening to a podcast that talked about literally the music of star Wars and, and how it related and how so many people were turned off because it wasn't John Williams. And all of a sudden there was just, there's something different. There's a lot of purists out there. Yeah. Well, to anyone who doesn't listen to or won't like the music because it's not John Williams or whatever, if it's Michael Giacchino, know that it will be great. Mm -hmm. And he is or will be the new John Williams. It's very true. He has his hands in everything and perfectly. Yeah. John Williams did the same thing. Um early in his career and then became the just this huge superstar because he worked in with George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and was built the soundtracks to basically every movie you've ever loved from mm-hmm. the 1970s to right now. Yeah. And John Williams is slowly leaving the composing like world, like he's starting to write less and less music and Michael Giacchino's picking it up like He's yep. kind of taking it over, so don't let that stop you. This is a sidebar from four musicians that <laughs> appreciate well-done, well-used musical influence. Yes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, just quick little synopsis thingy. Uh, this movie kind of feels like a, I wouldn't say romantic comedy. Romantic it's, drama. Yeah. So, boy meets girl. Very much so. Uh, Girl, girl is not girl. Boy is yeah. tortured. <laughs> she is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> also, boy is like a loner. Yeah, and a lot of situations happen, but then uh, the boy finds out the girl's a vampire, and it's just their story of how they just grow to be closer and the trials they go through. It it's an amazing story. Um, it's well, Daybreakers was kind of. Close to the situation where it showed humans and vampires uh, trying their best to live and work together and stuff. And Abby... Harmoniously exists. Yeah. Abby is all down for being friends with Owen, but, I mean, she jumps people in the dark and eats them if, when she needs to. Um, she does preface it, too, with that she, she's... I can't be your friend. You know, she wants to, but she's... Like, yeah, she lets I him can't. know. Yeah. She's like, this is not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the blood pact. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a good spot. So, uh, give this movie a shot. It, it's amazing. Uh, really, really damn good. Okay, so who was your 
Uh, favorite character in the movie. Oh my! <clears throat> we'll say this movie uh, didn't have a ton of people. Uh, it's pretty. It's like a small cast, but just about everybody was pretty solid in the movie. I would say. Yeah. I don't want to go first. Who wants to go? Um, I'll go with Owen. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I don't know, his life sucked. Uh-huh. And, like, he was getting bullied at school by a super douche. And, I don't know, he didn't know how to swim, and it was, like, a whole thing in PE class. And, you know, kids are assholes. They plain really and simple. Are, so, though. he was super fucked up from that, like, emotionally. And he didn't have any friends. And then... He met Abby, and he didn't really notice anything weird about her at first. Like, because she wasn't, I don't know, she was just a normal girl to him. And he treated her like that, and they became friends, and it was really sweet and cute. I could agree with that, just to offshoot and to my favorite character. I loved Owen. It was really nice. I mean, I don't want to say to see a change in featuring the underdog because that's always when you have a movie like this it's always the bullied kid in school it's always yeah. the but he was the kid that was like even before Abby got in to the picture he was starting to in the creepiest way possible <laughs> yeah starting to be like I need to stand up for myself. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to fight these assholes back. Yeah, it He w- bought himself a knife. It felt very, like, Columbine-y it at was the beginning. Really... I was like, this kid's going to go on a murder rampage. And I, I mean, honestly, though, in the beginning of this movie, straight up until he met Abby, and even a little bit after, it really felt like the backstory to every school shooting that has happened within the last 30 years. Yeah. And it's the kid that gets bullied, the kid that's straight up just trying to go to school, come home, live his life without killing himself kind of thing. Everything's going wrong and falling out from under his feet. His parents are undermining each other. But he fucking just... She told him, stand up for yourself. He straight up did. He hit yeah. the fuck out of that kid. Oh, man. Split yeah. his he, ear. And he, hits, he started going to the gym. Exactly. He was like, nah, I'm not fucking with this anymore. I'm but dead. he is the definition of stand up for yourself and do not be afraid to tell somebody, knock it the fuck off. Yeah. yeah. You know? And even when he discovered what Abby was... He straight up needed a minute. It was very realistic. He's like, I need a fucking minute. Uh, you got to let me go yeah. for just oh, yeah. a second. He went and thought it over. And he's like, you know what? No, you are who you are. Just because you have to drink blood doesn't make you any less of that. And he fucking stood there for her. Mm-hmm. And that was really impressive. Yeah. Just the depth of his character is from barely anything. Like, I know he's a main character, but his lines aren't that much. Yeah. No, yeah. I he 
But um, the depth I feel like there wasn't character. a lot of talking in this no. movie in general. And that's such a great feature to this movie. But for not saying much, the depth of his character is freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. Just powerful. Anyway, I'm going to be done with my soapbox. Go ahead, Micah. Hmm. I think my honorable mention <clears throat> has to be the gym teacher. Because <laughs> when Owen comes up and asks him, hey, do you still have room? Or can <clears throat> can people still sign up for the uh, strength training class? <laughs> you uh, you show strong. up at four o'clock, we make you strong. <laughs> well, he goes, you want to get strong? Uh, yeah. Oh. Four o'clock, we'll make you strong. <laughs> oh my god, fuck. All right, Mr. Russian. Yeah, so that's my honorable mention right there. Um, I'm going to go with Abby as my favorite character. Um, she had a lot of control over what she yeah, was. Yeah, she did. Like yeah. a ton of control. Um, and to the point where she, at the same time, she portrayed being a kid regardless of how old she actually was yeah. she was still she was fully a, kid. a 12 year old yeah yeah and so being around another kid and saying like i can't i can't be around you sorry and that's just the way it has to be and she was very i'll say mysterious without being like in your face about it yeah it was it was i mean it, it's not like it was subtle but it wasn't to an annoying degree where she literally had to say I have to be mysterious because if you knew too much, I'd have to kill you, you know? Um, And she was not, I mean, obviously she didn't show up as Owen's bodyguard until the very end of the movie, but she was his biggest support system when he didn't have one. She really was, though. She built him up a lot. Because when Owen talked to his mom, his mom... (laughs) There was this, like, I don't get his mom's character just because I don't think they really did a good job. I mean, you only see her face with like her. three times. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, like, the, the time when he's on the phone talking to his dad and she's, he's, like, trying to tell her, tell Owen that she's some religious whack job. Yeah. And, and it's like, all she does is fall asleep to a preacher on TV. Like, that's literally... And she says grace before bed, like, or before they eat. And that's literally it. And it's like, wait, she's crazy, whack job, religious type? Because I didn't get that at all. I didn't either. (laughs) It feels like there may be on some, like, deleted scenes, and maybe she's worse. Yeah, I'm sure it had to do something. Like, the you know, the the age-old story goes, it's it's the producer, or it's the executives that get their hands on the movie and just completely change it from what it was. But, anyway, Abby was a huge support system for Owen, and um, took a liking to him to the point where she was able to be vulnerable around him and, and trust him. And then, I mean... Emma and I had the same question, and I know you guys did because when you guys showed up, I was, you know, watching the end of the movie. Yeah. But, you know, um, was the old guy who oh, wasn't Thomas. her dad mm-hmm. her first love or one of her many loves that happened to just grow old because yeah. he's been with her for so long that he was just became her handler and, you know, that, that whole shtick. 
Sidebar from that, that was one of the creepiest moments when he, when you first see him trying to collect for her. Oh, yeah, the blood. Oh, man, yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, no. Abby, she knew what she had to do. She let herself get vulnerable, but stayed strong. And um, it'd be interesting to see how she knew that Owen was in trouble after she left where you know where she went i just feel like there's so many not illusions but allusions to things that weren't actually explained yeah in the movie so it's kind of like i guess plot hole but not really it's just like one of those things where it's like okay you left me with this but i kind of want more yeah well, you know? but kind of thanks empty. katie for getting me hooked on supernatural you're Sorry, welcome Bart, if you haven't watched it watch the fucking shit <laughs> I swear to God. Anyway, no, but that, like, how she popped up at the end and, like, knew he was in fucking trouble made me think about Supernatural, like, when they're talking about when a vampire gets your scent or tastes your blood or knows you, it's for life. Yeah. They know. They know everything. And the whole blood-packed moment when she straight up licks his blood off the floor... That's what I'm thinking. Like, uh, that moment is why. the one yeah. thing that I was thinking is like, she's tasted his blood. She has shared precious moments with him. She's, yeah. Like, they are bonded beyond just friendship, interest, all these things. It's like imprinting almost. It is. And yeah. it's like, she knew the second his heart rate went up she was like oh fuck i gotta get back there yeah you know she what could I mean? feel it but that's the first thing i thought of when she showed up for that i was like <laughs> all right here we be supernatural out here yeah <laughs> uh so yeah i mean there's only two characters that were amazing and you guys did owen and and micah said everything about abby that really needs to be said but uh, I would go with Abby. Uh, she was an amazing vampire, and yeah, I don't have I will say my honorable mention. I'm gonna go with Thomas. So uh, Abby's like quotation mark dad, dad yeah, or the companion. Guy, yeah. uh, I just love that metaphor of like. I'm that, not gonna call him dad. Even if they're yep. fire, you know that was him, right? Yeah, that's why I fucking said that. Oh, okay. yeah. Of course I was. was yeah, the dad movies. from Step Brothers. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's cool to see moments. Where, like... Is that my boat? <laughs> Who's like, driving the boat? Shut up, Dan! <laughs> um, like those... Yeah, I'm sure there will be a Step Brothers episode oh, somewhere. Comedy Guaranteed. Month. Comedy month, that's happening. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. oh, There's going to be, be a good. lot of people on that episode, too. Yeah. Well, it, it just seems Look. like he's so worn out from doing this, but he, he, he does it because he loves her, and and just, it, 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 I don't know, he wants to protect her and stuff. And I I like to think at the end of the movie that Owen was going to be the next protector yeah. of her. So here's one of the side parts. In the book, there, um, there was an epilogue where um, the author made some extra chapters about stuff. And actually in the book, uh, Abby, what was Eli? Eli in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli turns... His name's not Owen, but I'm going to say Owen for this. 
turns them, and so yeah. they're vampires together. And was it a gay love story in the book? Well, I'll get to that. Uh, so Oscar is the name Oscar. of the book. Oscar and Eli, and they don't really divulge or allude to the fact that Eli is a girl or boy. They took that way in the Swedish film mm-hmm. to cast it as a girl who was very masculine looking. Yeah. Because they don't officially... Oh, okay. Yeah. But in the book, um, Abby is a boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, castrated vampire. When yeah. uh, he got caught and turned into a vampire, cut his junk castrato? off. Mm-hmm. Cut his junk off. Oh, And so he in. dressed up like a girl. It's mm-hmm. interesting that he wasn't a castrato before. Maybe that's why in the movie she kept saying, I'm not a girl, I'm not a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there were lines alluding to that. And, and when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, that's what they're getting at. Welcome yeah. to American audiences where we have to uh, <laughs> kind of soften the blow there. Well, he asked if she was a boy, too. Yeah, and she, she said, said, "I'm not." She said, "I'm not a boy. I'm not a girl. I'm Are either. you a boy? I'm no." Well, in the I'm movie, nothing. he didn't. He didn't ask if yes, she was he a did. boy. Yeah, he he, yes, he, he did. asked. He he was like, "No." He asked when they were went, in bed, and yeah. he said, "You have nothing on." Nothing. Uh, yeah, and then he said, "Will you go steady with me?" And she said, "No." And then something about, "I'm not a girl." And, and he then, said, "What are you?" No, he says, "Then what are you?" It's it's not at that point. It's when they're out on the bench. And she yeah. said, they're like out in the snow. Because they have that conversation repeatedly. Yeah. Because yeah. they have that conversation repeatedly about how she says, I'm not a girl. I'm not a girl. The very first time they have that conversation, he says, oh, are you a boy? Yeah. And she says, no, I'm not that either. Hmm. Yeah. But they For make sure. a really strong point in the Swedish film. Not to, to classify. No, and they use the original names, Oscar and Eli, and they make no point to just, Yeah, it's very elusive yeah. to yeah. it, but <clears throat> it's, we were going to try to watch both Yeah. before tonight, just because I wanted to make some comparison between yeah. the two, but... I mean, I've heard phenomenal things about the Swedish original version of this. How it made her character seem more innocent. Like, more of a 12-year-old that really didn't want to be in that position. Like, while she's drinking somebody's blood, while she's attacking someone... She has all this regret in her eyes. She looks terrified like she's got this not today look on her face. And like the moment when, uh, oh my God, Owen in the Swedish movie Oscar is stabbing the tree. Mm -hmm. It's really slow. Like in this American version, he's like, uh, 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 like one after the other, like he's just going fucking nuts. But in the Swedish edition, from what I've read, it's like one stab and then he has to try to pull it back out of the tree and then tries to step, like he's really never had this experience or thought or anything before. Like he's just 
come to the realization that he needs to defend himself and gets to this point. And I'm like, after reading all that, like, I will probably go back and watch the Swedish version. Because it's like, I'd be interested to see the side-by-side in how they do them. But, oh man, I still can't. Like, this movie was so good. Yeah, it was really damn good. It was incredible. So, can we talk about the scene where Thomas, uh, so after his first botched, like, blood job, uh, he goes back out to find someone else that Abby can feed on. Blood blood job. Yeah. Blood job. And so it's Thomas, (laughs) Thomas and the passenger and their adventures going down a ravine. Or a hill. Oh, or That was so awful. Uh, that scene was legit. Probably one of the coolest things in the movie. Like, he's going reverse in the car, and it just, it just rolls, and he gets fucked up, and he's like, well, I'm trapped. Mm-hmm. I gotta burn my face so they don't know who I am. Oh, man. Crazy. Whew. Just the way, and this is another thing that they do so well in this movie, is usually... In movies like this, they speed the process of a lot of these along. Like his very first kill, they showed the struggle as the length of time that it took that train to pass the cross. And then the effort it took to string him up, how much effort it took to actually drain him. And when he dropped the blood and all this. And then with the second guy, it legitimately shows... The amount of time that it would take for that car to careen down that side. Yeah. Oh, man. And then for him to actually unscrew the cap of the acid container and dump it on his face and watch that it's not just an... And this is a terrible thing that Hollywood does frequently, is the second that touches your skin, they're like, ah! But no, it sits there for a second before anything happens. And you can see it just flood over his face with like a few seconds in between that and when it starts to just eat away at everything. And that makes that moment so much worse. Jeez. Uh, You can see the actual like... What he had to think about doing, I know I'm going to get caught for this. Which he mentioned in the beginning of the movie. Maybe I just want to get caught. Maybe I'm done. I'm over it. But for him to actually say, shit, I'm actually going to get caught. Which will tie back to Abby. I can't put her in this position. And to give himself like that in every way that he did from that moment on. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. great stuff, man. <sighs> so uh, I don't think it's needed to say the worst character because probably Kenny. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone else has anyone else in this movie that you're like, that person's a piece of shit because that kid, the bully, is an extra piece of shit and he got what he deserved. In the no, you know movie. the trash bag that the guy wears on his head when he kills the guy? Yeah. That's the level of garbage that this kid is. <laughs> but <clears throat> I did like that they alluded to the source of Kenny's trauma was the which brother, of, which is the brother. Yeah, and then Emma raised a good point, and she's like, you know, because probably... I went, it all. I I I looked at her and I went, it always comes from somewhere, and she's like, you know what? 
the dad probably is doing the same thing to the older yep. brother, and it's like, yep. yep, it's probably a vicious cycle yep. that just... That's, that's how it works, that man. That is a wicked, nasty streak that's that is just... That's how it works. Just, and that was awful, but leveling to see after he got whacked in the side of the head. Yeah. When his brother came and reamed on him, I was like, that's why you're all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then there's the, the two friends who were like, just standing maybe there. this is a little bit much. I love, and it, then they just don't do anything. Yeah. I, I just... love in movies when the bully has that moment where they're going to, they're going to go too far. And it's always the bully's friends are like, maybe we... Maybe we well, shouldn't at the do end this. Of the, at the end of the movie, Billy or Kenny, whatever the fuck his name is, Kenny, right? Yeah. yeah. Kenny even has that moment. Because yep. he gets his brother to help out with the thing. And he, Kenny's like, you okay, need time to stop. to stop. And the brother's like, no, nope. we're going to keep going. And his older brother says the exact same insults to Kenny that Kenny says to Owen. Yep. Yep. I'm you, it's, it, yeah. It's bad stuff. So the end of this movie, um, Abby... Uh, noms on the guy from Ninja Turtles. Uh, he was Casey. The detective, yeah. <laughs> uh, detective, and he was in The Fourth Kind, that yeah. gem of an alien movie. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> he really is. Oh, even the original Ninja Turtles. I went to the one that came out with that's the Megan Mel. Fox one. Yeah, that's what I was like. Nah, the, the original <laughs> Casey. So, um, eats him up, and then Abby's like, I gotta leave town. I've, <laughs> I've eaten way too many people that kind of know who I am. And so they, you know, she tells him, like, well, I got to go. And she leaves. And then uh, it seems like a little bit of time goes by or is it the next night? I don't know for sure. I don't think they ever it, actually allude to Yeah, it they're real good about not showing It kind of seems like time. it's at least but, a day, if not a couple, in between. Well, in it, I mean. Just because. Sorry, go ahead. With Owen, the way Owen was acting, it seemed like he had finally gotten over it. Yeah. Maybe he'd had some time, but I mean, I'm sure Abby tried to get as far away from that place as possible. Yeah. So it makes it weird that all of a sudden she was able to come back. So there's no real, you know, it's basically like, what movie did I complain about where there was no real allusion to the time that had passed? Was, wasn't was it the Daybreakers? Was it Daybreakers? Yeah. yeah. Something like that where yeah. it's just like, they try to okay. best not to tell you how much yeah, time it's gone Yeah, and, and it's, it's sometimes it's like, okay, that's fine. I can You yeah. can get over it. But with something like this, it's like, okay, well, now it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't actually know how much time has passed. I don't really know how to feel or if yeah. this is actually appropriate. Because it kind of seemed like it was only like three days at most. Yeah, I can see both sides He watched to it. her leave at night. And then it was like the next morning he was staring at the play structure outside yeah. the apartment and crying. And then it seemed like there was a decent expanse before the next day when he would have been at school. Because yeah. like Micah said, it's almost like he had started to come to terms with the fact that she wasn't there yeah. which would have taken at least a couple days oh yeah also bravo finding these child actors who can do something like that where they just cry and it's just like holy crap that's gut-wrenching that's a gut gut-wrenching cry right there and it wasn't one of those stupid fake ones where they just pretend to i'm so sad and their chin quivers and you're like oh you fucking no. No. But they straight up 
absolutely eviscerating emotionalness in this movie that I can't. Yeah. Both of them nailed the shit out of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Abby and, and Owen, uh, they mm-hmm. got tons of praise for their just relationship work in this movie. Yep. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, man. Uh, some people she's gone on are not that high on her. She's amazing. She's phenomenal. She's good stuff, man. So at the end of the movie, Owen seems to be trying to be better. And he goes to swim class. And uh, one of Kenny's friends sees that Owen's there. And they're like, hey, we can get our revenge finally. And so they set up a fire. And the gym teacher leaves to check out the fire. And they lock the doors and they tell all the kids to get out of the pool. And they play this pool game with Owen. Let's see how long you can hold your breath or I'll cut you. Pool game? They try to drown him. Yeah, so they're holding his head under the water. And then uh, Abby comes back. And then you can hear muffled just screams and madness. And then one kid gets dragged halfway in the water past him going super fast. (laughs) Prior to that... He straight up looks up into this cloud of blood yeah. as one of the kids, I think it was Kenny's head. Oh, just yeah. I forgot a head was Horribly fire. ripped. <laughs> absolutely mangledly ripped from his body. Just floats down past him with these devastating look on oh, his yeah. face. Abby destroyed that those dudes. She oh, man. just ripped some shit. <laughs> and that was one of those uses of silence where it yeah. was like he was sitting there after the boys are like, you need to stop. And the brother's like, nope, shut the fuck up. You hear one second of the glass shatter and then it's silent for one second yeah. and you see all the glass in the pool and then you hear Abby. Yeah. But it's like even in those two seconds... Which is hardly an amount of time. That split bit of silence is like, oh fuck. That was great, man. Ugh. That was intense. So, um, yeah. So Abby came back and saved Owen from getting drowned. Uh, it was great. And so it seems like at this point, Owen decides that he's going to leave with Abby. And so the final scene of the movie, they're on a train. Well, mm-hmm. Owen's on a train. And um, the guy checks his ticket, and he goes by. And so um, there was a knock on the inside of this trunk that he had. And I looked it up, and so Abby, she signs hi to him. Mm -hmm. And he signs back OX, hugs and kisses. Uh And so they're going to start their adventure um, going somewhere and, you know, being boyfriend and girlfriend. (laughs) It, it's amazing. Uh, probably one of the coolest Ooh. vampire movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty damn mm. good. It was, and that's what really caught me, is that it's not the normal, like, oh, this is this guy that everybody hears about, and oh, it's Van Helsing, and oh, it's, you know, all the typical vampire offshoots. You yeah. know what I mean? But this is like... An honest look at what it would be to have just a child vampire. A child. Yeah. That, and it alludes to that when she jumps off the branch and jumps on the lady with the dog. Oh, yeah. 
and doesn't get to quote unquote finish the job with her, she's in the hospital and straight up turns into a vampire and starts sucking her own blood. Yeah. And then bursts in the flames because oh. the chick opens the window. I but <laughs> it's a real world look at what that situation is. That if you get caught in that shit and you don't get to finish it, here's another vampire. Yeah. And that's probably how she started. Was that somebody got caught in the middle of something... Murdering who a had child. just tried to murder a 12-year-old child. And that's what left Abby how she is. Yeah. And you can see that in her face. Yeah. Every scene of this movie, she has regret that she is stuck at 12 years old. And that she has to kill. I mean, but that it, happens... Yeah. So, the only other movie that I can think of that I've ever seen that has kid vampire in it mm-hmm. at all is i mean besides like the littlest vampire yeah serious vampire movies um is interview with a vampire and i haven't seen that one yeah emma hasn't seen it but in it kirsten dunst is she's like this is a long time ago kirsten dunst was like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. and she is a vampire and goes through the same type of feelings that experiences the same type of feelings that uh, Abby does in this movie. Um, in this movie, Abby is very, like, not sad so much. She's very reserved. Just reserved and like, man, I'm, I'm like I'm never. I'm I'm just tw- like I'm twelve. I'm always gonna be a kid, and it's it's not so bad. But in Interview the Vampire, uh, Kirsten Dunn's character goes through this like. Because, you know, they live forever. Time passes between when she gets turned into a vampire and where, when she eventually, like, I don't know, something like 50 years or something goes by. And mm-hmm. everyone around her is aging except for the vampires, which is all she's really around. And she gets super frustrated that she's stuck, stuck at, at 12. 12. Like, because she sees all the other female vampires who are all, like, voluptuous and having sex and all these things. And she's yeah. like... I can't do that. I'm 12. Like, no one finds me... Even though technically she's, like, 120. Yeah, technically she's hundreds of years old or whatever, but she's... She gets super emotional and frustrated about the fact that, you know, she's not sexually desirable because she's she's still a child. Yeah, she's stuck in the in-between because she's a child and she doesn't really fit in with the rest of vampire society because of that. Yep. And it's really interesting... That there were parallels between this movie and the and that movie in yeah. that regard, like the fact that she's twelve and doesn't, you know, just a kid and doesn't. There's so fit many in. struggles, not just because you're this eternal, absolutely nightmarish, feared thing. Yeah. No. But because you're twelve. Yeah. And stuck that way. Also, like, you have all this knowledge of all these years. Your mind yeah. is both 12 and so far and hundreds past of old, yeah. hundreds of years old. Yeah. That you just... It's a constant fight against yourself. Like, what am I? Yeah. Also, if anyone out there in the world can think of another movie where the main character is... The main vampire character is a female... 
please send it to us. The Sides Underworld. Blood I rain. would like to watch. It ain't good. Yeah. What? Blood Rain. Oh, it ain't okay. good. Well, okay. A good vampire movie with a female in the lead. That's not Underworld series. Yep. Okay, because seriously, I'd be down. I've watched so many vampire movies, and every single one is about a dude being a vampire and fucking shit up. And I'd really like to see a movie where a female vampire is fucking shit up. And this one was great because she was a female vampire, but she was also only 12. Mm-hmm. So give me like an adult female vampire who just destroys shit. Agreed. Again, that's not Underworld. Those Agreed. are great. But that's only one. <laughs> okay, so it seems like a wholehearted consensus. Uh, everybody's saying, give it a shot. Yep, um, it was good. You. you you shouldn't leave this movie just like, well, that was a waste of time. No. Oh, well, no. You might if you're looking for actual horror. Actual scary. Because I didn't no. find this movie no, scary No, there are a couple of jump moments for me, but it was more just draws you into their feelings yeah. Yeah. more than anything else. But there will be at least one thing that hits you in the face mm-hmm. from this movie. Not... Whether it's yeah, the upfront yeah, yeah. things or not, but the something will get you yeah. in this. The bullying some is type of avenue. You'd be like, it's a lot. The that. bullying is a lot. Okay, so seven word synopsis. What do you guys got? I've got three. <laughs> okay, uh, hit girl eats dudes, falls in love. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, thirteen reasons why. Or 13 Reasons Why Kids a Fucking Bitch. Yup. Yeah, kidding. Yeah, kidding. Yup. <laughs> fucking yeah. Um, and then Little Manhattan Meets Bullying and a Vampire. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have a few also. I wanted to... Okay. So I wanted to make this one a seven words, but it's not even close. But bet you wish a girlfriend was a freak like me. <laughs> That's not seven words, so we won't stick with that one. So, how do you do that? Just twisted it. Applies to a lot in that movie. But mainly about the Rubik's Cube. And then, cool cheek band-aid, bruh, gets the girls. (laughs) And then, just so you know, can't be friends. And my absolute favorite, peeping creeper creeps by peeping on creepers. Wow. That's a lot. He sure was in like the middle of his window, just like peeping hard. He's like, "Ooh, y'all doing? watching people having sex." Ooh, that's a titty. <laughs> I mean, he's twelve, so. Then that lady was like, "Oh, my titty's out." <laughs> and I Shut also wrote down, "That's a titty." <laughs> that's a titty. <laughs> I straight up did. That's a titty. <laughs> yep. I wrote that on my fucking notes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Michael, what you got? Please. Stop trying to animate vampire speed. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Hey, at least it was like hidden with darkness. Yeah, until she started sort every time she attacked, she was like. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck am I Climbing watching? the tree was a bit rough. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah turn up the CGI. because It's like watching a saran wrap. It was weird. I felt like this movie didn't need CGI. And yeah. every time it popped up, I was like, mm, no. It, it's just some of those things. And you got to remember, it's with a kid, so they'd have to get a smaller 
stunt person to do some of that stuff. It's just kind of situational. So they're like, fuck it, we'll just do something. But it's a 12 year old. It was far enough away, honestly, if you got a thin blonde. Get a gymnast. Any gymnast. Go to any gym anywhere. (laughs) Hey, you want to climb a tree? Just give me 20 bucks on the sandwich. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll give you $100. Climb the tree fast. Put on this hoodie. Put on this hoodie. Climb a tree. Look weird. Also, jump down. Jump down. That's it. Yeah, jump on somebody. (laughs) Yeah, fall on that person. Yeah, they could have gone to any gym anywhere and found a fucking gymnast that could do that. Yeah. Can you climb a tree? Can I? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Have you seen me climb a rope? Let's try a tree. Okay, so my seven words. A guy from Ninja Turtles got fucked up. Uh, So... I feel bad for the detective oh, man. roles in, yeah. the, in these types of movies where... They never end well. Where the good guy is kind of bad, and they know they're doing bad stuff, but they're trying to get better, and the cop's like, nope, I gotta know the truth. Kicking in doors. Who the fuck is that? What's that? That guy always What are you does. doing? That guy And I feel bad, because he was like a good Sean guy. Bean. Yeah. Plus, he was like the only cop in town. He really <laughs> was. Yeah. Where the fuck were all the other cops? Not in New Mexico. Right? Shit. I love that in the opening of this movie, there's like three cop cars and an ambulance that are escorting Mr. Acid Burn, not father, yeah. to the hospital. Bernie McStink face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably smelled horrible. Bernie McAcid man. Probably smelled like a burnt hot dog. A little bit. Ooh. You smell like hot dog water and bad decisions. <laughs> anyway. It really was. What my brother-in-law like always said. I don't like it. But, um... <laughs> No, it's just like, how did we end up with one guy driving three police cars yeah, at one time? I, Where was the rest of the bus? Hey, it's like, what, 82? 83? Yeah. 83. And you're also hunting a murder suspect, and you're going to fucking show up at a house by your damn self. Well, he's Joe Hardass. He thought he had him in control. Until, yeah. you know, he peeled back that and window then he and was that girl Joe started... dead ass in about three seconds. <laughs> that girl's leg sizzled. He was like, the fuck was that? And then the little boy popped out. He's like, what are you doing? Ah. And then, yeah, it yeah. all it all went down for him. Mm-hmm. But that's what you get, guy from Ninja Turtles. You should mind your fucking business. Yep. Stop looking for killers, you... Mind your business. Mind your you business. dumb cop. Because <laughs> all you got was some, dead. some bites. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this movie came out October 1st. 2010. So it's Ooh, perfect for Halloween. Good lord. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for this awesome movie was? Low. Because oh. it was children. 7.8 million. 7.8 7. people 8. in the world, baby girl. You do you. Okay. Uh, <sighs> let's go with 11.2. I'm going to go 10. Good lord. Okay, the budget for Let Me In is $20 million. Jesus, where did they spend all that money? Emma, come on down. But she she wasn't very famous at the time. She would have been Mr. Ninja Turtles. Because she would have filmed filmed this movie right right around the same time as Kick-Ass. True. Well, then all their budget went to that tiny CGI and probably 100,000 blood A bunch of kids... Yeah, a lot that, of blood. That tree climbing scene. Yeah. That was probably like a, lot of blood. a million bucks mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> well, I guess, okay, if they filmed in an area that is not snowy and then had to make snow 
for said area. Very true. Oh, that would have uh, cost a shit ton of money. What, Home Alone, Gremlins. Yeah. They did yep. that too. They used potato flakes. Yeah, the potato it's flakes. Not snow. So if that was all potato flakes, then that would be a lot. Fuck but yeah. well, I don't know. Potatoes. Well, I read a fact that they had to warm up Chloe's feet in between scenes when she was barefoot outside yep. because it was cold. So I like to think they were somewhere a bit chilly. Yeah. Well, it might have been chilly, but not snow. Yeah, because they wouldn't have been allowed. They probably wouldn't have been allowed. Actually, Albuquerque, New Mexico apartment building, Los Alamos, New Mexico. Uh, yep, all in Albuquerque. Uh, I don't know if it snows there. I don't know if it snows. The times I was there, it was cold as fuck in the morning. It was very cold. Yeah, so it's probably really cold, but it's probably all fake snow. Yeah, it's probably something like here in the morning where it's like forty-five. Yeah, cold. And then it just gets hot as balls. Well, it's the de- it's the desert, so it gets mm-hmm. really cold at night. Like, yeah, drops below freezing. Yep. Okay, so uh, I will tell you guys. Uh, it's not really that much of a spoiler. Reception for this movie, uh, a lot of people loved it. Mm-hmm. Said it was amazing. Critics, like always, some really liked it and yeah. won a ton of awards. And some critics were like, "This is just a beat for beat." Repeat of the old movie. This was that stupid. was the point, which it like, was. This wasn't needed. Some of them said it wasn't needed because, yeah. you know, that one was so good. Why do it again? Because people don't watch foreign films in yeah. America, as it turns hey, out. Hey, go figure. One just won a fucking Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> now, ten years later, subtitles... People are f- afraid of subtitles. Yeah, the fucking director said it. Like, hey, man, once you get past those like, two little lines at the bottom of your TV, there's some good-ass movies out there. <laughs> and even still, Parasite <laughs> Parasite wasn't a huge success in America until it was nominated for an Oscar. Yep. Like, a lot of people didn't go see it because it was going to be subtitled. And yep. then it got nominated for an Oscar, and everyone's like, oh, shit, I better go see this movie. Yep. There was a, a post, a Reddit thread I saw... And they said how much an Oscar nomination boosts a film. It's so at least a million. Uh huh. Just to get like a nomination, like oh, the Micah movie is nominated for you know best film. It's easily a million bucks. Oh right yeah. There just because they said it. Yeah. It's ridiculous to me. Or even saying that it's being considered yeah. for an Oscar, it doesn't even have to win the nomination. Yeah. And tons of people are going to watch like, well, I got to know why. You it's, have to have the word a... Oscar in the Ooh. sentence with that movie. Man, Fuck. Good money. Yup. Okay, so what do you guys think the box office for this movie was? Oh, Jesus. Uh, 72 flat. Dollar dude. 72 dollar dude. Michael. How about you, baby? Uh, 47. Marco. 47 dollar dues. Okay. 64.8 dollar dues. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are so cute. So, <laughs> box office for this movie, 24.1. Dang, Micah. Yeah, so... Winning it, that big money. It it didn't do that well in America. Internationally, it did amazing. Yeah. So they made their money back out of America. Um, it, it's odd. Everybody liked it, but I guess a lot of people didn't go see it. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But vampire movies, like we said... It, it's almost an overdone topic. Yeah. But at the same point, it still gets done. Well, yeah. I think it's overdone because no one... No one's done it well. 
No. Yeah. So like, when you see a you, vampire movie come out, you're like, eh, another vampire movie. Yeah, well, like, you watch a bunch of stuff. Like, you watch the old, old vampire movie. Not, well, you watch, like, the Bram Stoker's Dracula mm-hmm. or, like, Nosferatu, and you're like, damn, that's some scary shit. Like, vampires mm-hmm. no joke. And then you, like, stumble upon, like, Interview with a Vampire, which is okay, but it's not scary. Like, you're not scared, really, of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other stuff like Buffy and Queen of the Damned from Dust. Like, none of them are overly scary, and none of the movies are made in a way to scare you. Mm-hmm. Like, the only you're meant super to feel scary the vampire. The yeah, yeah, the only super scary vampires, like, movies I can think of, or semi-scary vampire movies, are the... Underworld ones. Mm-hmm. And that's not even really scary because of the vampires. That's more scary because of the weird monster things that pop out all the fucking time. Yup. Like, yeah, there's a lot of monsters. The vampires aren't scary so much. Maybe Blade? I haven't watched Blade in a really long time. I've never I seen Blade. But I don't remember those being scary, not really. really. Because Wesley Snipes is yeah. the scary thing in those movies. Yeah. He's I, just, I just feel up. like we haven't had, Wesley for whatever Snipes. reason, for in... A long time. No one has done a vampire movie. It's hard to make as, it scary. As a horror film. It's, it's tough. But think about it. If you took the approach that this movie took of trying to relate to the person first, mm-hmm. but just taking it that one tick farther yeah. than what this movie is, then you would start to like break the line. Yeah. Of a horror here's film. The, but here's the thing. It's you so could, hard now. You could take any psychological thriller mm-hmm. that exists and make the bad guy, the main psych- psychological thriller killer guy, a vampire, and it would be a horrific vampire movie. Yes. <laughs> Horrifying. Think of Leatherface. Horrifying. Think of Leatherface as a vampire. Oh, yeah. He's just a normal guy. And Think he lets, of Hostel. He lets you come into... To his house and use his phone mm-hmm. and whatever, like call a call a tow truck, and then while we're waiting, dead, like just bodies and yeah. bodies and bodies. Like it would not be that hard to make one, and but for whatever reason, everyone wants to focus on the human aspect of the vampires rather than the fact that they're actually scary and are trying to kill people. Like, like I said a second ago, it's literally trying to feel for the plight of yeah. the vampire. Yeah. It's not just the fact that this is supposed to be one of the scariest things that people are warned about is there's vampires and werewolves and demons and, yeah. oh my God, I've been watching too much Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of but that. But the point being that literally I've been sitting here for the last... 20 seconds, thinking about it, putting any set of fangs on. The Hills Have Eyes. Jeepers Creepers was almost a vampire movie. I mean, you kind of see it fucking was. You know what I mean, though? Like, you put some fucking fangs on anybody in those videos, and you're like, even a zombie movie, we're out. Even a you could you could also do it with zombie movies. World War Z, like World War Z. Well, Jeez. maybe not World War Z, but <laughs> but but if you look at a zombie movie where the zombie outbreak happens slowly, slower, yeah. like um like Shaun of the Dead, yeah, something where it's not just like oh shit, immediately fucking thousands of people are zombies. Yeah, if you took 
that, like and like something like that, and took one vampire who was slowly turning every person in a village mm-hmm. or in a town into vampires, like you could make it really creepy and that's what I want to see. I want to see a doable. scary vampire movie, not a romancy. Yeah, it's like, doable. You just cannot set a love interest. You can't set the not with a vampire. That's... Oh, here's the backstory of my tragic life. <laughs> it's here is your fucking vampire, and this is what's happening. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah, a true yeah. Queen of the Dam movie is what we're. I'm yes. <laughs> Show me the actual Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all we have for Let Me In. But before we end this episode, yes. Uh, since this is the last episode of vampire movies, before we. Vampire movie. Hop in our spooky, spooky, spooky van and drive down the street to Spoof. Give candy to Spoofy Town. <laughs> to Spoof Town and do a lot of laughing and take you down. Penis to jokes. Town. Oh, there's gonna be so many penis yes. jokes. I'm excited. Officer Doofy. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I just wanted to do a little recap and see what you guys thought. Some of the best and worst things from this month that we did. So uh, what was the best movie that we watched? What do you think? The best vampire movie that we watched. Ah, uh, for me, it was Daybreakers. Agreed. I think that was the best overall vampire movie. Mm-hmm. It kind of, the end of it was a little weird in how they like cure. found a cure yeah. for vampires, but and then I, it just ended. And then it just ended like there <laughs> should have been there should have been a sequel. There should have been a like another uh, twenty minutes or yeah, something to add to more, but... to add to the end of the movie, yeah. but. I definitely feel like Daybreakers had the had the most accurate portrayal of what I want to see a vampire yeah. be. Like the vampires in From Dusk Till Dawn were just um, tragic. Oh, like it was over the top. Yeah, so it was like just mindless monsters. It was comedically over the top, yeah. like you know, because it's Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, just mm-hmm. like. Fuck it. We're just gonna, it's going to be insane. And then Queen of the Damned, I was disappointed with every fucking aspect of that movie. Buffy, the vampires were uh, too... I mean, they were good, but it was also very campy because it was the 80s. So, much. so yeah. And then Let Me In, like, Abby was the only vampire, so it wasn't like... It wasn't a movie full of vampires. But yeah, it wasn't was overly kick-ass. like, hey vampires like this is what we're about this is what we do so i definitely think daybreakers especially because it showed vampires living like building a society yeah that was fucking cool because when you think of creepy monsters you don't think of them forming a society or maintaining a society and making it work yeah yeah i would have to agree with the best representation of would have been daybreakers but i loved let me in just as I have an to agree actual with you. like really holds you there for it. I loved it. Yeah, no, it was I mean Daybreakers was fantastic and I've I've always been a fan of that movie, but this just maybe it's the newness of the fact that I've never seen it. Yeah. But it was it was great. But no, no Katie is right though. I mean there's one vampire. <laughs> so I mean it's not really like this society of vampires that goes after some shit it's just sup I'm Abby yeah one vampire just trying to survive yep and 
eat people, but then not get busted doing it. Yeah. So, um, so we did best movie. Uh, what about you, Micah? You Daybreakers oh, also? Yeah. yeah, I agreed with Katie. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. I thought it, I thought <laughs> we agreed <laughs> with that. Uh, you guys kind of did the next part. I was gonna say the best representation of a vampire. You guys oh, kind of went with the Sorry, Daybreakers. Yes. Uh, honestly, Daybreak is probably the best version of the good and bad sides. It's yeah. like, you know, everybody's yeah. all civilized, trying to be cool with their fedoras and their suits. And it's like the other vampires the are just, subsiders. just yeah. chewing on themselves. And yeah, yeah, at the same time, the best representation, I don't necessarily agree with Daybreakers as the best representation of a vampire because it was just too human. 90% yeah. well, of what Ethan you Hawk find. Was, well, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, 90% of what you see vampires as being like yes we're suave and and can uh exist we can exist and manipulate and be surrounded by humans without giving ourselves away a loofer but yeah but in daybreakers it was almost too human to the point where it was like some had control only the soldiers really didn't or and and like yeah. the people who were starving were like, I don't know. It just it just seemed un, until there was like actual like the blood bags at the at the uh, um, coffee stand. Once they were open, then everybody went crazy. Oh, but man. it was like, yeah. other than that, shit. it was like people were able to control themselves. And yeah, they were starving, but they were still able to like go to work and be hungry and be miserable. But still be watch functioning. Is similar to Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. They create a society. It kind of works that way. Yeah. And I guess I I think um, Let Me In was a little bit more accurate in the sense that she did have a lot of control for being a little girl. But at the same time, she let loose when she had to, you know, and and just, you know, like when the cop pulled the blind back. back. Yeah. She couldn't hold it back. And she gave herself away, but then was like, I have enough control to get me out of this right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, out of all the vampires we've seen, the different types, which vampire type do you think you would be able to handle and actually kill? Ethan Hawk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can no, all well collectively kick Ethan Hawk's ass yeah. as a vampire. He didn't seem like he was super strong at all. No, I think Willem Dafoe's character, honestly, like as a vampire, he just kind of seemed a little, eh. I'm a vampire. It's not what I chose for myself, and I hate it. Willem so Dafoe. He, yeah. He was cured though. I know, but pre-cure. Yeah, he didn't look that. They had like a moment where oh, they were talking yeah, about it. Like I was second. like, "Nah, you're a wiener. I could take you." Yeah. Yeah. Um, I probably have to say the vampires in From Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. For some reason, you didn't even have to hit them in the heart. It seemed like if you got in the ballpark, yeah. they would just like melt, disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and their bodies seemed to be really soft but really strong. Yeah. So yeah. It, as long as you just kept your shit about them. Like you could probably take out a chunk of them before you get before you got bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd have to agree. What about hey. you, babe? Hmm. That's hard. I, I literally said we all collectively agree that we can kick Ethan Hawke's ass as oh, a vampire. Yeah, <laughs> stomping him out. He's like, ah. <laughs> stop. 
Yeah. The problem with kicking Ethan Hawke's ass is that he also had a brother who was a soldier vampire. Yeah, his brother was fucking wreck you. So the only true answer here would have to be Abby because she was the lone vampire in her movie, whereas all the other movies had tons of other vampires around them. To help whoop your ass. Like, yeah. Because I can't take on 50 vampires, but I could maybe take on one. Yeah. Maybe. But she was really strong. And it seemed like so. if you caught off guard, like, you could get her off, you know, stop her. It seemed like her special power is if she catches you off guard, you're you're done. Oh, yeah. But well, if you can see her coming, it seems like you, you can kind of hold the, your the own The problem for with, with this concept, with, like, ranking them, is that... Each one of these had different rules, like mm-hmm. vampire rules, and they didn't all collectively like agree on the traits of a vampire. Yeah. Like, are vampires super strong? Who knows? Because in half these movies they were, and the other half they weren't. Mm-hmm. But in writing, they are supposed to be super strong, and I can't take on superhuman strength. Like, that's not no. a thing that I could do. Yeah. So. Realistically, if all va- if all of these vampires were super strong, I would just die. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not beating any of them. <laughs> but if none of them are super strong and they're just like the strength of a normal human, then I'm taking on twelve year old girl and bitch ass Ethan Hawke. Well, and that's kind <laughs> of maybe Pee Wee Herman as well. Like that's throw kind them in. of I'm doing it all. Yeah, what problem. let me in alluded to was that she was only strong. When she was like, when she let loose, about yeah, like to animal eat. mode, I guess. Because otherwise, she was very yeah. But good lord, when she good. let loose, I mean, Ooh, she fuck. was yeah. She ripped people like apart. An animal just <laughs> she jumping was some on shit. them. Yeah. Meanwhile, the vampires and daybreakers were all weak ass little bitches that you know, <laughs> fucking what's her bitch could throw that security guard around that little booth and oh yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Just yeah. without even trying. Yeah, well, all the vampires, most of the vampires and daybreakers were weak as fuck because they yeah, hadn't been eating. They're all fucking hungry. They hadn't been eating, so, yeah, I guess those Yeah, but ones... then the ones that were starving the most became the strongest. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> You're, like, super strong, and then you don't eat for a while, and then... It's quite an And then you get weak, 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 and then, eventually, you don't eat for a really Science. long time. Magic, you're an evil fucking giant monstrous you th- vampire you get that thing. Wings. In your system. You're like, yeah. Science, Fuck it. damn you. I'm yeah. crazy now. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, crazy makes you like way strong. <laughs> yeah. He's scary. Crazy scary. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. Okay, so uh, did I do all the questions I wanted? You didn't no. do favorite, you didn't do least favorite. Yeah. Vampire? Yeah. Yep. Oh, oh just favorite character. Or yep. no vampires, favorite vampires. Okay, your favorite vampire. I would have to say either Abby or the guncock guy from Dust Till Dawn. The dude who's like pants opened up and he had the <laughs> gun like right on his dick. That was great. Sex machine. Sex yeah, machine. Sex God machine. damn it, I was going to say sex machine. <laughs> you could say sex That's, machine. That would be my favorite. Come on, sex machine. I'm a sex machine. Between Abby and sex machine, those are my two favorite vampires. <laughs> God, I love that fucking movie. Right. Uh, my favorite, just doing character and or vampire. Uh, mm, I liked Abby a lot. Uh, yeah. Very traditional vampire. The whole, like, she couldn't come in. She was, like, bleeding yep. from the head and stuff. A lot of rules. Had to be real sneaky about it. Uh, yeah. Pretty legit vampire. Because she knows yeah. she's tiny, so she's like, I can kill anybody. 
But if they see me coming, it's just a lot more effort in the How'd you sound. Get in here? I flew. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah it's a lot of. I'm going to go with Abby. Yeah, I agree. She, favorite, she was, like, she was my yeah. favorite vampire, too. Mm. Abby was my favorite. You pick one, Micah? Sex Machine. Sex machine. Yeah, I wanted to say Sex Machine, but now it well, seems cliche. Well, I think <laughs> okay. you're right. The spouses agree. You guys agreed on Sex Machine. We agreed on Abby. It's we do fine. agree on the sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Okay, so uh, Lee's favorite vampire. Uh, literally everyone in From Dusk Till Dawn that wasn't a main character or all of the extras from Queen of the Damned. I said everyone in the shit show that was the Queen of the Damned. <laughs> <laughs> Every vampire. In that movie. It was trash. Um, I'm sorry to everyone who likes that movie. I really did not. Clearly. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, we'll say, wait, wait. Uh, We'll go back to a favorite. I did like Lestat. I did. He was. I liked his character. I will say, yeah. I thought he was brash and brazen and just, he wanted to be loved. Do you got a little gay crush on Lestat? I do have a little gay crush on Lestat. Maybe I'm I'm Tom Cruise Lestat from Interview with the Vampire, not this bitch ass Lestat from Queen of the Damned. I mean, maybe it was just the music. I'm sorry. That's I really, I really like the so music. So you have a crush on you have a crush on Jonathan Davis from Corn, not from Lestat. No, Mike has got Mike has got a vampire and corn fetish. <laughs> corn fetish. Corn vampire. Yeah. Ah, you literally Lota. <laughs> oh, I got corn stuck in between my fangs. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, bring the floss. Gross. The corn, oh, no. the kernels just get over the teeth. You can't bite the anybody. Little caps, yeah. little caps. You can't corn bite anybody. He's like, Meh. they're like, what the fuck? They're like, Ugh. they just run away real quick. Oh dear little, God! Little piece of popcorn. I hate that. Those stupid little uh, kernels that get My least favorite. Um, the vampires from from, from Dust Till Dawn, like they're garbage water. You take them out with just about anything. Yeah. He put a shotgun and a stick together and like kept them made at, across, at yeah. bay for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're kind of poop. They explode when somebody hits them. Like, they explode. were like putties. They Not were, even catch on they fire. They were putties from the Power Rangers. <laughs> and they just come out. Yeah. yeah. You just hit them. Yeah, you touch the little center pad thing like two times. I like to think in Power, in Power Rangers, it's not just hitting that. You have to beat them up and then hit it. No, because you, they, some of them only have to get hit twice. Combo breaker. Most of pew, them. Pew, pew, pew. Well, that's stupid. You get twice in the chest and they fucking explode. Well, that's dumb. They're made out of clay. Like I'm just going to get a stick and just poke them. They're like, why aren't you doing karate? Because that's a lot of work, man. I'm just going to poke them in putty, their little... Putty, putty, They are made out of clay. <laughs> putty, putty, putty. Twice in the chest, I'll kill them. <laughs> twice in the chest and I'll go away. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, it rhymes. That's good. Nice. Okay, um, so yeah, this was really fun. Um, I don't think I've ever watched this many vampire movies just like consecutively. In succession, yeah, um, accurate. Pretty cool. Uh, I, there's probably two or three more out yeah. there that are good, but... Uh, Open our eyes, Yeah, y'all. we'll, we'll, Tell we'll us check more. them out later. I want to get at least one vampire movie in October. Fun yeah. thing, I've only seen, before we started this, I had only watched Buffy of the five that we watched. I was the only one that I had seen before. Had only watched Daybreakers and Queen of the Damned. Nice. Yeah. Same. Daybreakers and Queen of the Damned. Yeah. So all of y'all out there in our international listeners, 
Well, whoever you are, we are so open to anything with subtitles, anything that an American may not know of at all. Yeah. Yes, send us your recommendations. And there are some tell us. really good ones that we would have loved to do. Like, I would have loved to do all three of the Blade movies. I don't care oh, how yeah. shitty they are. I would do the. I three would, is poop. I would podcast the shit out of them. I yeah. don't care. Let's yeah. talk about I'd watch one the Underworlds. I'd watch Interview with the Vampire. I'm not watching Twilight, so that's not happening. Interview with the Vampire is definitely. I would have to be very drunk to have a conversation about Twilight. Interview with the Vampire is so good. We'll have to do it aside and just watch Blade for Emma. And Katie hadn't seen him forever. We can watch Blade during Superhero Month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can. Blade's fucking great, man. (laughs) Blade's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's a shame that movie came out when it did. Because he'd probably be in Marvel right now. We're getting a new one. I know, but I want Wesley Snipes. He's he really might cool. be in it. You don't know. I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> then he make that Marvel As long as he, he pays his taxes, Wesley Snipes. Well, I think he's doing better now. Maybe. Well, like I mean, if the only thing he got in trouble for was because he didn't pay his taxes. Well, if he's in the new Marvel movie... He didn't have some, enough to pay his taxes. He'll have more than enough to pay his all his back tax money. <laughs> Well, he did a peanut commercial, so he's making at least peanut four zeros. Just does he's a drive-by by the IRS and goes, zeros. here it is, right out the yeah. window. He's making some peanuts. Yeah, that, he, he made that, at least four that. zeros baby from peanut. that commercial. Or two commercials they made because the little baby peanut came out. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. He how resurrected like a peanut phoenix. Baby peanut. Yeah, that was Mr. Peanut. That was Planter's attempt. <laughs> I don't know what the baby hell that commercial was. It was Planter's it was, it attempt, was the attempt at Baby Yoda. It was a lot, yeah, though. it was the attempt to fight Baby Yoda. It was cute. It was their Not attempt Yoda, at Yodito, trademarked by really me. It was really cute. All y'all out there saying Yodito, I said it first. Thank you. So give her a dollar. <laughs> oh, Please send one dollar to Happy Dude. <laughs> You two oh. are one dollar away from eternal <laughs> happiness. Oh my god. Okay, guys, uh, this is great. Um, I, I I'm glad that we did this like specific monthly thing. Yeah. It, it's really good, and so it's not just we're jumping around coming <laughs> up with ideas. It's like well, although we are jumping around and coming up with different ideas. Well, yeah. So. Now we have a specific theme. We've got a theme that we can jump we around and, and go crazy run and on. run around like Muppets until yeah. we figure out which one we're gonna do. Uh, but yeah, so like we said, next month, uh, it's spoof horror. Hooray! So, uh, oh, it's going to be great. Lots of laughing. Uh, next I'm month's going to be fucking great. very, very excited. I'm, I'm very pumped. Uh, next month, we'll have uh, some type of intro. We've been going over some ideas. Uh, it'll be good. Hopefully, we can like do it and not laugh. Uh, <laughs> that will never the, happen. The intro that we did for the vampire ones, the only, probably the only reason they went so quick is because they weren't in the room with me while I was talking. Because if I could just see eyes on me or see their goofy grins, I probably wouldn't have been able to get through all that shit. In, in, in two takes. I did one take with some other lines. I didn't write anything down. I just just talked. And then um, Micah's part slipped me up because I didn't know what I was going to say because his blood was so quick. And so I was like, what if he's just like in the back of the room or hiding behind the couch? He's like, Bleh. And he comes out. It would scare me. Because I'm not expecting to get scared because I'm a vampire. And so I came up with the idea that I'm looking for him. Like, this fucking f- backstory is <laughs> yeah. gold. And so I'm like looking for him. Like, where the fuck is he? Like, am I in Oh, I hate here? you so much. And I'm like, God damn it, I hate you. Like, why is it scary? This is his Reader's Digest condensed <laughs> version of how this happened. But yeah, so um, we'll work out something. So yeah. the next set of movies will have some... Beauty. 
intro. I just hope we can get through without laughing. That's going to be hard. We can't. It's we won't suck. be able to. It's gonna I suck, will. So. You gonna involve kazoos. I will cubicalize this table, and we will stare at nothing no, have, and just laugh we, we at that. But oh my god! Exactly. We block it all up, so I can't see you guys. It's like blinders my on. Folders. We just gotta use folders. We can do. So we all have our lines. It's just like that'll make it better. Just, just, just read your lines. Don't look up. Don't laugh. Don't breathe it's too better hard. Better than it's out of tune. <laughs> Far more applicable that way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, like I always. I doubt there's any piano tuners in Transylvania. <laughs> uh, like always, I hope to it be makes us happy and it, it smiles. I hope and there's one in the movie. We finally have an intro, <laughs> so that's that's the best part. Um, uh, oh, I had a dream about a song uh, for episodes, but since we're doing the themed episodes, I don't know if the song will happen yet, but. Hannah, it, it ran off again. I didn't uh, need to wake up and just record. It's in that trash. What? Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to yeah, say that. Yeah, that's that is. Probably from Les Mis. No, no that's a Phantom. different song. That's no. I Dreamed a Dream. That's nah, a different song. I don't know what the fuck it's from. That's Mamma Mia. Thank oh, you. I sure as hell didn't Here we go again. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> came on and I straight up rolled my sunroof back and I was like Mama Mia, here we go again <laughs> and this guy in like this big fuck ass tiny dick truck next to me was just like <laughs> and I went <laughs> it was great and he just like rolls up his window and I was like <laughs> oh, I do that all the time it was beautiful okay guys so we're on twitter at Allentown Pod. We're on emails at allentownpresents at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Allentown Presents. Um, we're starting to get followers that aren't our friends or family. <laughs> and it's really cool. So, hi, guys. Yeah, shout out. Hello, non-friends and family. Yeah, you you are no, now friends and family. Right? Now you are friends and family, but you have no connection to us. I'm and that's sorry cool and weird. If what you're but, looking for is a podcast about Allentown, Pennsylvania. Also, shout out to that one follower <laughs> from Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Way to be meta. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for listening, but also Don't I'm sorry if what you're looking for is a podcast about your city. I mean, we can talk about it for... We don't... We've never we'll, been, we'll be really I've been there. That would be really funny. I've been there several each, times. Oh, I love Allentown, you Pennsylvania. Did you have random ass Allentown fact? No, I did. As a staff member, I went Stupid ass laws and stuff like you can't have an ice cream sandwich in your back left pocket on Sundays at 2 p.m. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like random stuff. Yep. Uh, Allentown facts. I like that. That would be perfect. We should all look for an Allentown fact. I'm doing it right now. I like it. I like it. Allentown. Save them. Save them. Damn it. (laughs) Okay. We got to save them. Okay. No, but this is great. Um, So thank you guys. Uh, We should probably do another high episode we'll do some later uh just go back there are tons of episodes where i explain things like the name allentown it just i'll I'll be real quick allentown to me just means when you have too much of a good thing we make tons of episodes so uh, (laughs) we want you to just be laying on your side just like jesus christ all they do is just make episodes he's like but it's so goddamn good i can't stop that's allentown because i ate way too much shrimp one weekend and i felt like shit me and terrell we ate all the shrimp. It was like five pounds for like ten bucks. And we mm. bought it and cooked all of it at once. And so we act, sat there, watched Justice League, and ate five pounds of shrimp. It That's was the best that. weekend of my life. And we Ugh. were shitty. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
before I met Katie, it was the best weekend of my life. There you go. There we go. Like, Bitch, we got married on a Friday. <laughs> The honeymoon is over. (laughs) (laughs) But no, uh, so that's where the the name comes from. What a bitch. uh, I just, you know, presents a network and stuff. Other ideas like that. So if you're new here, thank you so much for listening. If you're old here, you know what's up. So hi. Shout out. Yes. Guido and Terrell. You're not going anywhere. You you know us. You're not going anywhere. So I can treat you however. You're just going to come back. So fuck you. Hey. No, no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This is fun and we love doing it. Uh, Things are progressing. Things are getting bigger and funner and faster. Hooray. It's like the Daft Punk song. Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. So. um, All the things. Yeah, uh, I think I said all That's the things that were on, on Spotify. <laughs> <and all that. laughs> okay, guys, uh, like always, uh, you'll see us soon, and we'll go over, I don't know all what the first things. spoof movie is going to be, probably some scary movie. or we'll We have all of them picked out, we just need to order them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's going to be great. It's going to be a whole lot of laughing, a lot of quotes. Uh, I'm, oh, so much. Yeah, oh, I'm probably have to put in like best quotes. Mm-hmm. I could probably do top three in some of them. Oh, scary movie too, man! I'm so excited to talk about tiny hands and shit. Uh, it's so, a strong hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me the other one. It's not strong enough. <laughs> uh, so, guys, like always, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Toots. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, and here comes some splice thing of Micah saying something because. Every episode he says something, so I have like 50 things for him. Here so. I go again. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Did I just give you a new one? Yeah. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> what a homeless. <laughs> We're finished here.